0: Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas.
1: It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm Brandon Fryer and welcome to another episode of Full Press where we're doing a team preview on the Chicago Bulls. Now this has been a team that's been very interesting right now. They actually were pretty much very promising about two seasons ago and that was just before Lonzo Ball got hurt. And now the question is that pretty much the GMs are still expecting him to probably not be ready by any time this season so this is his second full season that he will miss it's almost been like two seasons and a half since he's played and some people wonder about Lonzo Ball's career overall right now I mean it's really been bad for him he's been plagued with injuries pretty much throughout his career but nothing like this so this has been something new and devastating overall now remember this team was number one two seasons ago the number one seed then LaMelo Ball got hurt it looked like everything was working for this team they look like what they need is a pass first defensive a person who can shoot the three type of shooting guard and they did that when they tried to get the likes of Javon Carter now he's probably a lesser mode and not the greatest passer as Lamento Ball but at the same time he's a good three point shooter and he's a good defensive player really good and he's been showing his way he's a grind dog and he's from the Chicagoland area so they always get this hometown kind of kid They did it last year when they had Patrick Beverly fill in for that same role for LaMelo Ball during that time. And they also have Io DeSumo still on that team who they re-signed. Now, one thing with this one, along with Javon Carter right now, who's pretty much like, to me, a younger version of Patrick Beverly. You know, just probably a little bit better shooter on that one. They also added Torian Craig, who I think is a very good shooter and a good defensive player he can play both forward spots and it looks like he might be sliding in more as the power forward in that so they got a lot of good tough-minded character guys who they want to implement along with this team because they pretty much is bringing the same team back outside of those two they re-signed kobe white who actually stepped up really big in the playoffs and showed more of his point guard skills and handling skills he looks like a promising player along with that they also re-signed Nikolo vucevic he resigned him along with that and they still Still got the likes of Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan on top of that. So that is going to be pretty much interesting right now. Now, when we look at this team overall, when it comes to their wins, right now the over under currently sits at 36.5 for wins. I would definitely lean towards the over in that one. Now, if we're stacking this whole NBA aspect, the odds right now are negative 122 when it comes to over. wins and if you go under that 36.5 wins it is plus 100. I would definitely lean towards the over in this one. This is a team last year that won 40 games okay they were 40 and 42 okay but in that rim they were the 10th seed so that is something that you want to look at now if you want to see if this team is going to make the playoffs and that means make the playoffs as being one of the final eight teams from each conference right now for them to do that it's not looking good with them they're thinking that there's still going to be a bubble team around that one because right now if they make the final eight teams if you're looking at stacking nba odds right now we're at plus 168 for them to make the playoffs and being that final eight team, and then no, it's at negative 220. So look, I think this team could be the final eight teams, maybe overall, now they might still have to play a play-in team right now, and then that depends if they can win that or not. But you gotta hope with the additions of getting a little bit more defensively, that should definitely help them. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
2: Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
0: Ah, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious
2: prizes. Chumbacasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?
1: When we're speaking of this team, when it comes to the defensive side of the ball, you already know they added the likes of Javon Carter and Torian Craig. But you can't forget about one player in particular, and that's Alex Caruso. He's probably their best defensive player. He was actually nominated on the all-defensive team just this past season. And if you want to look at it, the odds for him winning defensive player of the year are actually pretty good. It's at plus 7,500 right now. Those are the same odds as reigning defensive player Marcus Smart. And you also got the likes of Mitchell Robinson on there and Ben Simmons and Jimmy Butler. So, look, that's a pretty good company to be around, I feel, with the likes of Jimmy Butler and a reigning defensive player in Marcus Smart. So he's obviously one of their best defensive players, and he's somebody you definitely want to look out for. Now, look, he also provides flexibility. He can start. He can come off the bench. He can play point guard. He can pretty much play up to four positions. He can be your point guard, your shooting guard, your small forward, and he has time playing at the power forward position. So he's very flexible. So you want to know if he's going to be their point guard or is he going to be more of coming off the bench. And if you want to talk about coming off the bench, they got a lot of quality players when it comes to, like, the six-man role. And right now, the best one is obviously Kobe White, who i talked about. He has the best eyes at plus. 6,000 right now those are the same odds as D'Angelo Russell who may or may not start right now and that is some pretty good company because I feel like he's a fringe start overall so that's a good company he has pretty high odds to win six men a year it really depends on how well the Bulls do but that's not all. Javon Carter's in that list, too, at plus 7,500. So that's another player you probably want to look at and check out and be like, hmm, I might want to be interested in him. And then you got Alex Caruso. Like I say, he was very flexible at plus 12,000. Now, he might start overall. So that might be the thing. It might be between him and Javon Carter. Now, right now, their depth chart is currently looking like Alex Caruso is going to play the point guard, along with Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, Nikola Vucevic, and Patrick Williams. So that's going to be the squad right now. But who knows? Patrick Williams, to me, is the X factor right now. He still hasn't lived up to being that number four pick that he was. He's actually AK's first kind of first-round draft pick. And so far, he's been kind of just, you know, he has his highs and he has his lows. So he hasn't really did anything much. He's averaged 10.2 points just this past season. But if he really steps up and show that he is one of filling that bill of being that number four pick that he was just a few seasons ago, then you can see something there. So he's kind of like a French starter. He's been starting because of his kind of status of being the number four pick, but then he's been coming off the bench because they don't know what's going on. So he is going to get a light fired underneath him because they got Torian Craig right there. So they might be switching. And Alex Caruso, they might depend on him being the point guard, but if they feel like he can't take the point guard role, they might see how you know, Javon Carter might do during that time. They might see what Kobe White wanna do. They might even do Io DeSuma, who they resign. So there's a lot of things that they want to do, but really We got to really look at this team, and it really comes down to the likes of Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan. Now, Zach Levine is their leading scorer, averaging 24.8 points during that time, and DeMar DeRozan is right underneath him, pretty much averaging 24.5 points. These are pretty much 1A and 1B options. We don't really know who the star of this team is. Sometimes it's Zach Levine down the line because he's younger and he wants to be the face, but then when it comes down to Give me the ball. It's clutch time. That's DeMar DeRozan. And that would make sense because, look, they even got an award right now. If you still want to go on these odds right now when it comes to the clutch player of the year overall. And look, you're looking at it right now. Zach Levine is at plus 7,500 at that mark. So look, they're showing that, look, he's a star. He's a person who could be clutch, but just better than him is DeMar DeRozan. You've seen it just these past two seasons, how clutch he can be. He's at plus 3,400. So these two are going to be the key right now. Now, can these big three mesh with DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine, and Nikola Vucevic? That's really been the question right now. And between these three, they're very offensive type of players. So there's really no defense around them. That's why they got the likes of Alex Caruso around them, Patrick Williams. That's probably why you don't expect big numbers to him because they just say just work on the defensive side. Then you add the likes of Javon Carter and and Craig. They're trying to add defense around these big three because that's all three of their weakness right now. So it really depends on that. So that's one thing to look at right now. Now. When you want to look at the odds when it comes to overall regular MVP seasons, the only one who's even close to DeMar DeRozan at plus 50,000, I mean, he has one of the lowest odds to win the MVP. I mean, he was in the running for a little bit when in, they were the number one seed a couple of seasons ago, but he has to have that type of performance to even do that. Now, Zach Levine is also there at plus 50,000 too. So look, these are all, they're tied in, all right? They're in here with LaMelo Ball and the Russell Westbrooks and the Lori Marketins and Pablo Benquero. They're in that range. So, So that just shows you that these are kind of more like they view them as lower stars overall in the NBA, but they got two of them. So like maybe they can make a run right now. But, look, these odds are not really good for them to come out the Eastern Conference. Even at that time, they got the 10th best odds overall coming out the Eastern Conference. That's going to be kind of interesting to see what they can do. But they're going off of just last year on this one. Now, I definitely think this is a team that can win over 36.5 games. I got them pretty much average at 41 wins and 41 losses during this time. With that being said, that should be enough to at least be probably in that eighth seed right there battling with other kind of the bubble teams at 9 and 10 seed to see if they can make that final eight. But that's going to be the time. It's going to look like a repeat of last year for this team unless Javon Carter steps up and do something, Patrick Williams steps up to do something, Zach Levine shows another level, DeMar DeRozan still playing his MVP level, and they show that they can all mess, and this continuity will work, but time will tell. That is our preview of the Chicago Bulls right here on Full Press. I'm Brandon Fryer, and I will talk to you guys next time.